0: Welcome to the Spanish Arpada. I'm Sarah. And I am Peter. And we are ranking and reviewing all of the rulers of Spain from Leovigild to Felipe VI. And today we are going to be reviewing Ejica.
1: Oh, there's no way I'm going to spell that correctly.
0: (laughs) No, because it's got two specifically Spanishly pronounced letters,
1: but give it a go. Oh, all right. All right. I'm going to start with E. Good. That's the first one. Uh, I'm going to guess J. It is a Uh, G. Oh yeah uh, and then I'm gonna I was gonna say ICA ICA,
0: that's the easy part. Okay. Yep,
1: ehika. Okay. okay. He is okay.
0: typically spelled with an accent mark over the first E, so I am confident that I oh. am pronouncing his name correctly. E-hika. Okay. We have three new sources for today. Oh, wow, all these right are the 15th, 16th, and 17th councils of Toledo? Now all of these councils are politically notable, so we're gonna be using them all for ehika. okay. Spring.
1: Okay, we're not just talking about, you know, how tall the altar has to be and Mm -hmm. how young the altar boys have to be. No, No.
0: nothing Uh, about that. Now, a quick note about the councils of Toledo. 17 is basically it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. After so many episodes mining the minutes of ecclesiastical meetings to find out what the heck was going on in Spain, we don't have any more councils of Toledo left.
1: okay now suspicious there
0: is an 18th council of toledo oh
1: okay in
0: the in the uh spirit of being completist there is an 18th council Mm -hmm. it met sometime after the 17th council obviously Mm -hmm. but no records of the council survive Ah, so we're not sure when it met
1: Okay. So that that leads to the obvious question. How do we know there was an 18th council?
0: Well, we do know that it did meet because there are references to it in other medieval manuscripts, but we know nothing else about it.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: gotcha. And we'll talk a little bit more about what it might have contained in Wateese's episode. Right.
1: The 18th council is like the blue wizards in Lord of the Rings. We know they were there. But that's all we know. But that's it. Yep. Okay.
0: And we still have the Chronicle of 754, and now we're within a lifetime of when it was written.
1: So that's all exciting. right. Yeah. Yes, that is.
0: And of course, we have the Chronicle of Alfonso III, which, which is what it is. We first meet Erika when he marries Sigilo, who's the daughter of the previous king Eirvik, and there are some suggestions that Erika is part of Wamba's family, possibly his nephew.
1: Right. Of course, we're also in that period where the chroniclers are desperate for everybody to be related to everybody.
0: Exactly. Uh, so there's no sure. proof that this is true. Mm, okay. But it's p- possible because Ehika is definitely on the other side to Ervig of the widening rift among the Gothic nobility.
1: Right. right? So right.
0: Wamba was king and then Ervig dispatched him to become king. And now right. Ehika is king. And these are two different sides of right. the nobility fight. Right.
1: And as yeah. I recall... Ehika was sort of sidelined. Uh Ehika had reason to believe that he would become king, and then he got sidelined, and the, the peace was made by marrying the uh, daughter, marrying yeah. The daughter, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah,
0: you're on the right track. Uh, okay. this is why Sihilo, who's Ervig's daughter, and Ehika right. got married in the first place. It was an attempt okay. to heal this division. Gotcha. Right? Okay. I don't know if Ehika was ever promised to be king, but this was. Kind of like like throwing a bone to the other side of the of the nobility, right? Okay. Now, when Ejica and Sigilo get married, Ervig extracts the promise from Ejica that he will protect Sigilo and her mother, Leo Vigato, and the rest of Ervig's family, after right? Ervig, Ervig
1: had death. that had that quirk where he was terrified that something bad was going to happen to his family. He was.
0: He, right. he he called a whole council of Toledo to deal. Right. with Right, I was going to say he
1: held the account- council about that.
0: Yes, so. and he makes Eheka promise that he will do the same. Mm-hmm. That he will protect Ervig's family after Ervig's death. Okay. And as we mentioned in the last episode, Ehika agrees to this. Uh huh. Several years after this marriage, Ervig is now on his deathbed, and he names Ejica as, as his successor, which is you know, right. all part of the plan. Sure. And while doing so, he gets another promise out of Ejica. He makes Ejica promise that he will render justice to the people of Spain as part of his obligations as king. Pretty standard stuff.
1: Yeah. Boilerplate.
0: Boilerplate. And Ejica agrees to this as well.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: Ervig dies. Meanwhile,
1: tapping peace. his watch, saying, You know, if you could be dead any second now, I'd like to get really quickly to breaking all my promises.
0: Well, Ejica dies at peace in the year 687, and Ejica is crowned king that same year in Toledo. Okay. I bet you can guess what happens next.
1: I, I believe I've already said.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ejica calls a council of Toledo. Of course he does. He he does. So everybody meets up in early 688 to do some political business. Right. But Ejica's request for council business surprises everybody else. Doesn't. Ejica states that he has called the bishops and the nobles together to help him with a problem. Oh, dear. He reminds them of the two oaths he had sworn to Ervig to protect Uh Ervig's family and to do justice to the Spanish people. Oh, no. Ahika then mm-hmm. claims that these oaths are contradictory and he must be released from one of them.
1: Oh, no. Oh, this is bad. So okay. obviously
0: he is expecting the council to release him from his oath to, to protect Erving's family.
1: Of course. Of right. course And he that's is. what he wants. Right.
0: He clearly has been planning this, right? Yeah. Marriage or not, he is not interested in healing any rifts and he wants no. to do away with his family's rivals.
1: No, he has, uh, he has planned a red wedding, and it is just, it, it, it really, he's just waiting for the caterers. Yeah, um, the, there's so, even yeah. a
0: story, a legend floating around that Wamba encouraged Ahika to do this from his forced monastic retreat.
1: Oh, well, of course he did. To get revenge Wamba, the, on yeah, Not a, Not a sore loser by any means.
0: This is unlikely. Wamba was probably dead by this point.
1: Well, that is true.
0: But the point stands. As a member of the opposing noble faction, Ejica wants Mm. to get rid of Sihilo and Leo Vigoto because they represent a power base outside of his control.
1: Of course. Every child that's born to that line is somebody who has a reason to stick a pointy thing in him.
0: Yes. There's only one problem with his dastardly plan, though. Mm -hmm. The 15th Council of Spain, being held in the year 688, is headed by the Metropolitan of Spain.
1: Julian. Oh, ju- oh Julian. Oh, and Julian oh. is
0: appalled at this maneuver to try to dispatch the family of his former ally.
1: Okay, okay. First of all, let me just say technically, Julian is in the right, but on the other hand, the idea of Julian being appalled at maneuvering on someone <laughs> else's part is just exquisite (laughs)
0: yeah but he's real mad he's like no this is my puppet you're not gonna Uh posthumously just you know wreck his image and everything right
1: no so he argued all the trouble of propping up this jack yep to have you spoil it yes
0: so he argues that the two oaths are not contradictory at all He says, although justice for the people of Spain is the higher priority, Ejica Mm -hmm. is still bound to protect the family of the former king. He can only Mm -hmm. punish them if they are tried and found to have violated an actual law, not just Mm -hmm. because Ejica wants to. Right. Right? The rest of the council agree, and Ejica is ordered to love his family. And
1: I was going to say, and being Julian, he said, also... I have Polaroids of everyone in this room doing horrible things, so vote my way. Yeah. No, Ehika was literally
0: ordered to love his family as a result of his Council of Toledo. Those were the words. And
1: as anyone who has ever tried to make their children share and get along knows, this works.
0: Ejica's a patient man. In the year okay. 690, Julian dies.
1: Right. So he waits two years for Julian to Let me die. guess. Is there going to be a 16th Council
0: of Toledo? <laughs> well, he actually doesn't even go that far. He calls a oh. small provincial council. It's oh, wow. just the bishops of Terraconensis and they meet in Saragossa. So it's and a, there's one item on the agenda. Exactly. <laughs> and that item is to pass a resolution to send yep. Leo Bogato to a convent without her consent. Right. Of course. This is in direct violation of the 13th Council of Toledo. Of course it is, and then once they've done that, Ahika repudiates his wife.
1: Yes, of course he does. Do we know grounds for repudiation? Does he say anything particularly exciting? No. Oh, he just says, yeah.
0: "Go away."
1: Pity. Uh, there there was potentially good room for nome digas. It could have there. been, but he's, you
0: know. he's just not specific. She just That's disappears from the record. Very disappointing. All right. Yeah, yeah it's pretty harsh. That's, pretty- that's very harsh. Well, Ehika in general is a big fan of harsh punishments. Here are some of the punishments that, that he puts oh, into God. place. For example, he mandates that anyone who is arrested for theft of any amount is to mm. undergo a trial by boiling water.
1: Whoa! Okay. And how does this work? Do you, do you have to... Are you boiled till you confess? Are you boiled and if your hand turns pink it means you're guilty what's I'm, the what's
0: i'm not sure now this was actually a
1: punishment. obviously it's very sound jurisprudence either way i'm just oh, wondering
0: yes. now this punishment used to be for like big thefts like thousands sure thousands but he right. says no anybody
1: if you stole right. a
0: loaf of bread we're gonna put you in boiling water
1: oh so in other words somewhere out there javert is saying this is my guy i like this man <laughs>
0: yep uh he also publishes several laws dealing harshly with fugitive slaves so oh dear if you oh don't dear. want to run away if you are living under a rule because it's going to be bad oh. yeah
1: oh yeah that's the kind of thing that just yeah that's my stomach okay well, the worst
0: of all are his anti-jewish laws
1: oh <laughs> So Ehika, I knew it was coming, it was and I coming. should have ducked. I didn't duck. You did it. That's, that's on me. That's my fault. So, I'm going to eh, shake this off. All right, Ehika, go ahead. Ehika makes it a crime for
0: Jewish merchants from outside of the country to do business with Christians. So basically cutting off their economic livelihood. Uh, okay. He also orders that all Jews be enslaved.
1: Oh, and that oh. their
0: children be taken from them at the age of seven to be raised as Christians
1: you know there's something really admirable in the cruelty of waiting until they're seven i i love that little dash of that is some straight up sophie's choice level of evil yeah as in i want to make sure that this is someone that you love completely before and and who is old enough to know you and to remember you mm-hmm. and to have and i'm I'm just gonna make sure that this messes you up as hard as it possibly can I mean that's uh that's yeah. that chef's kiss that is real chef's kiss evil um
0: the chronicle of 754 summarizes ahika pretty well by saying quote ahika persecuted the goths with bitter death
1: yeah yeah. I, I would like to okay. point out that it's really a shame that Ejica and Julian uh, were enemies because it really seems to me that they had one. Big they would have worked together. Common. Great. Yeah, they would have worked together really good.
0: Yeah. Oh. Now, notably, I do want to say none of these punishments, from the boiling water to the child right. kidnapping, were yes. enforced anywhere outside of Toledo. Oh. This is because they didn't have the power to do so. It really shows you how far the power of the kingdom has fallen since the days of
1: Uh, Wamba. Right, right. I mean, good in a sense. Yeah, I mean, it's good in that fewer
0: people were boiled to death and stolen from their parents. Yes, I mean, exactly. But it's also not good because it's like, wow, you could barely even control one city.
1: Yeah that's, yeah, that's kind of the thing. It's like, hey, 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 Sam, Song of Sam didn't kill anybody outside of the tri-state area. Well, that's, that's good. It's <laughs> good that he didn't, good. but also. Yeah. Well, it doesn't take very
0: long for a reaction to come. Oh. In the year 693, a rival noble named Sunifred seizes power in Toledo. Not only is he able to mint coins, he is also consecrated as king by the new metropolitan of Toledo, a guy named Sisbert. Okay. Yeah. The conspirators have just gotten to the point where they are conspiring to assassinate Ejica when Ejica shows up to take care of this uprising. Now, okay. we don't have any records of battles, but we do have the 16th Council of Toledo, which names the conspirators and sets out punishments.
1: Mm-hmm. Not
0: surprisingly, several members of Ervig's family, as well as the Dowager Queen Leovigato, are listed as implicated in this uprising.
1: Oh, of course they are. And- yeah. Regardless his- of whether or not they were involved, that's not part of this narrative. Thank you very much.
0: It's not. Historians aren't sure whether that was actually the case, or whether Anhegui mm-hmm. just uses this ur- usurpation as an excuse to get rid of more of his ex-wife's family. Of course, there are other rivals that are purged at this point. Chindaswinth's mm-hmm. son, Theodofred, do you remember him?
1: I don't. But it's, I have to, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I have it here, Theodore. There it is. Yeah. yeah well, he it. was
0: blinded as a result of this spate of punishment. Wow. Yep. And Sispert uh, himself is defrocked. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. Now. Sometime between 694 and 698, Ehika decides to strengthen his family's hold on power, and he names his Who, son who's left to kill <laughs> no, it's not killing. He names oh. his son Witiza co-ruler. Uh-huh. Okay. Now this seems to have been a move just for show because if Witiza is the son of Ehika and Sihilo, which yes, we're pretty sure he is, he would right. have been underage at the time.
1: Okay, sure.
0: And Witiza doesn't actually do anything. He's not actually consecrated until 701, right? Oh, okay. So most historians think that Ehika just said this. And then once Witiza was had reached the age of majority in 701, then he right. was actually consecrated as I a see. Real
1: so this is a the II or a Tolka yeah. situation where yes, I'm is. just gonna have you by my side while I do all the horrible stuff. And you can learn how to, you know, pull the fingernails off of someone who uses the wrong fork at dinner or something like that.
0: Well, interestingly, the chronicle of Alfonso III states that Ejica sends his son up to Galicia, the land of the Suavey, to get some experience oh my. in ruling.
1: Uh huh. This
0: is very strange. Galicia hasn't been the land of the Suevi for several hundred years. So, hmm. this is an interesting anachronism
1: here. Yeah. <laughs> but okay.
0: who knows if that actually happened or not? Right. Now, Ejica's and Witiza's co kingship does not go well. Oh, no, <laughs> no. Well, first of all, Spain is getting over that famine I told you about in the last right,
1: episode. right, right, right.
0: Spain's just recovering from it. And then right on the heels of it is an outbreak of plague.
1: Ooh! this
0: outbreak is so bad that Ejica and Witiza have to vacate the royal palace in 701 oh. and go hide oh, no. somewhere less plaguey. Wow. OK. In addition to this, Aquitaine is restless and Ejica goes out to fight them three times. Apparently, with no notable victories, although no losses of land either.
1: It's basically the Iran Iraq War. Yes. Um, nobody wins. Nobody loses. People just die.
0: Yep. Okay. Then there's the Muslims. Oh boy. They've taken Carthage by this point, which is more. Oh, or less have modern- they? Yeah, they have. It's okay. more or less modern day Tunisia.
1: Yes, yes. This yes. has caused,
0: prob- caused problems with the Byzantine Empire, so the Byzantines are active on the Spain side of the Mediterranean again. Yes, they are. Yep. The Byzantine fleet goes so far as to attack the coast of Spain, and their onslaught is repudiated by a local lord named Theodomir.
1: So, oh, lots okay. going on. Wow lousy yeah. time for both famine and plague um yeah, we really do have lousy. to be focusing on larger problems and yet here we are hungry and, and yet here coughing. we are right yes. okay All right. well uh,
0: so things go really bad and uh, then okay. ehika dies oh okay now we, we don't have an exact date as to when Ahika oh, dies really yeah most historians believe it was around 703 and that it was of okay. natural causes but no, no one really mentions it, I guess, because Ehika and witiza were co-ruling and right. by 703, witiza is an adult, so okay. they're like, and then witiza kept ruling, you know, they So didn't it was really, a seamless, yeah, so it, it was a, a seamless, seamless transition. transition. Mm-hmm. Right,
1: and if Ehika had been sick for any length of time, it would have been unnoticeable. Um, right. And that, yeah, okay, all right. But again, natural death, very disappointing, and especially, very- talk about talk about karma really was you know hit the snooze button too many times and missed this one
0: i know um, well julian died of natural causes too if anybody true, needed true, to suffer, could have been true
1: him. yeah that is true but that is the um,
0: life and reign of ehika uh,
1: okay you ready to rate him yeah a lot going on here
0: yeah All right. Our first category is Conquistadores. How much land did they conquer? How good were they at war? There was the Aquitanian fighting.
1: At least in comparison to uh, our our previous puppet. He did put an army in the field. He did. uh, Not once, but several times. And he did not lose. He did not lose. He um, did not lose which, any land. Which anyone who has played a real time strategy game will tell you is not as easy as it sounds. Okay, but on the other hand, Byzantine attacks Spain. Yeah, um, and, and I keep he, coming he back... himself he himself seems to do nothing about it. No, he doesn't. Um, it's all it's uh, all
0: local at that point. Which kind of brings me back to the point. It really seems like at this point the Visigoth state is Toledo. Yes. They may nominally control all of the same territory that they used to, but it doesn't seem like they have any sort of power or capabilities outside of the center of the country.
1: No, it's, it's, it's feeling, speaking of the Byzantines, it's feeling very, you know, 1400 Constantinople. Yes, technically we're the Roman empire, but there's, it basically starts here and it ends just past third uh, and Elm.
0: Yeah. Um, walks it's away. Not,
1: yeah. It's not what you would call impressive anymore. No. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the fact that, you know, as I, I have my notes here, Muslims have taken Carthage question mark exclamation point. That's that's very, you know, it's real England close. in 1937 saying, but Czechoslovakia is so far away. How does that oh involve no. us? Tunisia kind of is
0: not that far away from Spain. Not exactly. At
1: all. That's this is sort of my point is like, guys, 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 take the hint. <clears throat> so what do you want to give them? Um, I'm going to give him a three because he fielded an army three times and didn't lose. But that's all. You know what? I'm going to give him a two.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to give him a two. I was going to be like, three? Wow, that's actually pretty good. But yeah, a two. He didn't He didn't really do much. Once, so, but he
1: also didn't lose. Yes, but so, he did
0: fight and yes, did not did, lose. Did so fight, think, did not lose. So that is a four for Conquistadores. All right. All right. The next category is No Me Digas. Interestingly enough, the uh, Chronicle of Alfonso III says that Ejica was wise and patient. Mm. I, I don't get that at all.
1: No, no. Um, was there a guy with the same last name? Because that happens. Well, uh, I,
0: I, th- <laughs> I think what it is, is that the Chronicle of Alfonso III is very invested in the sins of the Visigothic people, ah, such okay. as... Ervig's poisoning
1: of wamba Sure. And sure. since
0: ahika was on the other side of that, punished right, right. Ervig's
1: family, he's automatically good. Or maybe Alfonso II is just wildly anti-Semitic, and anybody mm. who does that kind of thing is automatically the good guy. I mean
0: I mean, you know, uh, the chronicle of 754 is a little more accurate by saying that he oppressed the
1: Goths with cruel death yes that's about right that's about right Based apparently everyone me,
0: apparently everyone rejoiced when ehika died in and witiza was soul king
1: so oh, that to. tells absolutely. you something sure absolutely yep yeah um, no it's sure.
0: bad he's a mm-hmm. cruel no. cruel man
1: yeah um you know which which speaks well to his score in the yes. big guess but um and obviously, the the policy of taking Jewish children at mm-hmm. seven away from their parents is who so, are enslaved, by the way, who are enslaved. Obviously, because obviously, yeah, that's really that's that alone um, is yeah. is worth many many points. I love also. There's, I mean, there's a lot of really good backstabby drama with him. Really going after his in-laws. Yes, um, he really did not like his in-laws. Right, calling the stacked... Council to, yeah, I mean, all of it is is very good. Uh, the show, he has a showdown, uh, with Julian, with Julian. which is very, you know, Dracula versus Frankenstein kind of. Uh, mm. who do we root for here? Which um, he does
0: not win, he does he not, does not win, win that showdown. No, absolutely, which is not. even no. funnier to me.
1: Yes, it is. It this is, is a very guy
0: funny. who thought we're not putting enough people
1: in boiling water. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I, I gotta say uh, in terms of, of genuine sliminess, this is uh this is a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I think we have to rate him fairly highly uh, mm-hmm. on this one. I'm, gonna go with a six yeah that's that's what feels right to me
0: it's gotta be over five you know oh god yes oh god yes it's it's more than your average
1: right right gossip um indeed i want no i'm gonna go with a six I, Mm -hmm. i i feel that that's i feel that that's the correct amount um in part because as you say it really is just him being awful to people literally within reach he's 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 made Toledo sort of uh, a a nightmare but you get the sense that if you're in the suburbs of Toledo he really is just not that much of a factor right Um, you live down in
0: Seville it's like okay I guess he's king but right
1: yeah Yeah. Uh, um yeah definitely a wonderful domestic monster Uh, to be sure. And of course, you're always going to get points for uh, anti-Semitism and his anti-Semitic laws are pretty, pretty bad. From an emotional perspective, they are unquestionably the cruelest that we've Mm -hmm. had so far. So yeah, he sucks.
0: He does. Uh, I'm also going to give him a six. Yeah. Okay. So that's a 12 for Nomenigas. Mm -hmm. Orthodoxia is our next category. How religious was he? Um, um, I don't really have anything.
1: No, I don't have anything either. I mean, uh, honestly, the, the most significant moment vis-a-vis religion is him going up against Julian and losing.
0: He wanted to be released from an oath that he swore before God. Right. You know, that's right. It's not and great.
1: I was going to say, the thing is, you know, if you're going to do that, you better be Henry VIII. Yeah. Because uh, if you're not, you're you're going to look like a loser. Well, um, he wasn't. Right, right. He was clearly not. This is low, and he didn't build anything. I think uh, he built like one church, but okay. it's not an
0: important one. It's not like St. Leo Cadia or anything like that. Right. He didn't dedicate right. a monastery for him to be buried in. Nothing like right, that. No right, right. All right. Yeah.
1: He built a church. I'll give him a one. I was also um, but that's it. That's that's really I mean, honestly, I'd give him 0. 0.5 if we were doing, you know, fractions, but yeah. I appreciate that we're not. Yeah. Um you
0: could do fractions yeah, so, if you wanted,
1: but yeah, I think I think I'll give him a one just for just for the church. Yep. Um, so but that's about it.
0: Yep. All right. That is a two for orthodox, yeah. Mm. Our final category is El Reisto. What is the other oh, stuff goody. that goes into being a king? The first thing I'm going to show you <laughs> is the, uh, it's the same illumination that we had from before. It is, so this illumination is basically a description of the people who did reforms of the law code. So we have Cinder and Ressus And mm-hmm. then we have ehika And from what I've read, Ejica didn't really do much revising at all. Hmm. So I'm not 100% certain why he is included, but you can see him there on the right. He has mm. an abnormally long finger, just like everybody else. Mm. And he is holding the uh, the law code.
1: Oh, uh, oh, and it's attack of the cat people. Again. It's the it's um, the cat people again. <laughs> uh... That finger is just so long. It's so long. It's like twice it's... as long as the rest of his hand. It's so disturbing. It's very Um, disturbing. I mean, I can't stress this enough to those who are not looking at at these themselves. There's been no effort to make these things look, if that is in any way, an approximation of what the crowns looked like. Dear God, (laughs) they were silly. Well, I
0: do post these on our Twitter and Facebook. So if you're curious as to what these illuminations look like. You can one hundred percent follow us and I mean, uh,
1: yeah, and take a look for, at how for, silly it all is. I was going to say for our our British listeners, it it's kind of the kind of crown that you get out of a Christmas cracker. They're just awful, and honestly, for me, the finger, the fact that they have incredibly long hands and incredibly short arms, yeah, that has meaning of some sort, and I have no idea what it is, but it's not know. flattering. Well, Um, let's look at the painting from the Prado. Please, can we? Yes, let's move on. All right, here we go. All right, all right, this is better. This is quite quite a bit better. Um, Yeah, so he's he's indoors, but he's wearing armor. Right, no. It's one of those
0: armors that has abs and a navel.
1: Yes, it does, yes it does. But check out that bicep. That is a guy who... You know, do you lift, bro? Yes, he does. He lifts. Uh, this is this is somebody who lifts. Uh, this just is like who does, um, yeah,
0: just like Ervig never skipped leg day. Never
1: skipped leg day. This is a guy who is focused entirely on uh, on the upper body. Very ah. impressive, and and I might add, very lovely brushwork. Again, this is uh this is well painted. Um, he is
0: standing on a leopard rug.
1: Yes, yes, um, which
0: amuses me for some reason.
1: Right, because here's the thing. The idea of standing in triumph over an African object is quietly hilarious, yes. uh, given what's going to happen. What's about to happen. Yes, <laughs> right. exactly. So that is that is very funny. Note that his sword is, he, he, he is wearing a sword, but he is wearing it almost at armpit height. Yeah. And so I would like to point out, first of all, how do you draw that from your from its scabbard?
0: I mean, it looks like it's not attached to him and he's just
1: holding it, but Gabbard right. is still on it. It's still on it. And while we're at it, he's holding something that is, it's not an axe, but it does have an, it, basically he's holding a sword, a sheathed sword in one hand and some kind of bladed object. Oh, that is a blade, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Huh. And I don't, I mean, this falls into the, what the hell is it? weird um, i have no idea is it possible that he's well god i'm all right the, all right i i'm starting to take back points from this because this <laughs> has confused me trust me listeners if you're looking at this you would be wondering about you know the physics of this i don't yeah, know how it his doesn't, hand. Seem, doesn't seem to work correctly no it doesn't work at all that is a tiresomely boring throne
0: Oh, yeah. Um, It's just a blue
1: chair. It's a blue chair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is that is something that you would see uh, in the uh, lounge area of a less impressive uh, New York hotel. It's better Um, than Chin
0: Swint's cushion. It's a hell of a lot better than Chin
1: Swint's. Absolutely. Again, those are those are socks. Those are, are not shoes, and they are pink, or, I mean, lavender, really. Yes,
0: they um, are. They match the uh, the draperies.
1: They match the drapery, and they match the cross-gartering. Um, yeah, they do. So, you know, f- full marks there. But it does detract. But can we just point out, they don't match anything else he's wearing.
0: No, they don't. He's dressed in red uh, and yellow. Yes. And, it <laughs> I mean, it basically
1: looks like he he was awakened from sleeping in his jammies. Yes. And got very hastily dressed and forgot to put on different socks and shoes.
0: Yeah, he threw on um, the tunic, the armor, and the cape. And then he yes. was like, oh, man, I still got my purple booties on.
1: Right. Well, maybe they can just paint me from the waist up. And the artist was like, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Sure, yeah. Um, nice, nicely rendered face. Yeah, uh, nice beard. Yeah nice beard, good beard, uh, sort of a gentler uh, expression overall, but he looks like somebody who is potentially quite cruel. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know.
0: I, he doesn't necessarily to me look like someone who enjoys stealing children from people, but you never know.
1: No, no, you never know. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, not bad. Not, not one, not one of our best, but certainly not one of our worst. Right. Um, well, the last thing I have there. is
0: this coin. Uh, oh it is notable. I mean it's 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 not it's about as good as all the other coins,
1: but it's notable because oh, it has course. two people on them. And they're obviously chatting about Jesus. Yes, um, they're facing uh, each other with a cross in between with, with a big old cross between them.
0: This is a representation of Ahika and Witiza, his son.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Because they well, co-ruled. Actually, as as coins go, this one isn't bad. The the fact that there are Somehow when they're in profile, it's not nearly as disturbing Yeah, um, that their faces are so, so crude.
0: But I feel like in profile, it looks like more of a face. When they're face on it's like,
1: I can't accept it as a face. Right, right. Actually, I'm realizing what it also looks like is it looks like two Muppets on Sesame Street explaining the letter T. Uh, And... (laughs) one keeps saying T words and every T word that the big T appears between them. I think that's, that's what I'm going to go with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But,
1: but I, I, I I like the coin overall. This one isn't nearly as disturbing uh, as the other, mainly because the the figures on the coin are not trying to make eye contact with me. And I appreciate that. (laughs) I
0: think that helps. Okay. All right. So that is the physical culture. Apart from that, he ruled for 15 years,
1: 15. Okay.
0: About 10 of them by himself and the other five with his son. Mhm. He had at least one child, obviously, that's Witiza. Yes. And he died a natural death,
1: which is not that, very interesting. No, so. that one's boring. That that um, one is
0: boring, but Right. kind of an accomplishment considering.
1: Yes, yes, you got to give him uh credit for for well, I mean, certainly there's not much of a sense of him as being a particular failure up to a certain point and that point is the famine i think i think once 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 things start to go against him
0: yeah i think if you have to abandon the royal palace because right the famine the pretty bad
1: you're, you're not in a position to really do anything no um you know What I find funny is they're about to be invaded by people who invented germ theory. So if the Muslims had just gotten there a little sooner, maybe they could have helped. Well, Um,
0: I mean, not to give a lot of way, but when the Muslims do come, there's going Mm -hmm. to be a huge population of people who are more than eager to help them out. And these are going to be the Jews.
1: Oh well no.
0: And it kind of makes you feel like if Ahika and everybody else, but since we're talking right. about ehika, if Eika right. hadn't been Ahika right you know how how might it have gone differently?
1: Right, right that sounds that sounds about right to me.
0: Yeah. Anyway, what do we want to give them for El Rey still? There's, um, there's not a lot of artifacts. there's not a lot of lasting left no
1: there's not a lot of artifacts. Um, painting is, Interesting, but as I say, not not always successful. The coin is pretty good. The coin
0: is notable. I I like that.
1: Yeah, I like the coin. the 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 illustration uh, is horrifying as always, but we can't really hold that against him in particular. Right. Uh, I'm I, but I'm not seeing anything major being left behind. I'm thinking a three.
0: I also was thinking a three. I think we've done okay. the same for every single one this. Yes, time.
1: that's that's impressive. Good. Yes.
0: So that's a six. For mm. El Resto, And mm-hmm. that means his total score is twenty-four.
1: Ooh, not not great. Not, not great.
0: Nope. Nope. Uh, so that leads us to our final question. Do we let mm. him sign the fuero or do we tell him get out?
1: Oh, I, I don't have any trouble telling him get out. Oh, no, um, I, I this is an easy. This is an easy one. I feel as though he is someone who can be sufficiently frightened if he objects, and if he does, I'll just sneeze really loudly and say, "I don't know why I've been coming down with this." cold for so long and he'll scream and leave the room i will pretend to call julian on my cell phone and there you go go. and he will race away yeah exactly uh yeah no definitely somebody who when you tell him get out the first time will bluster but when you back it up with anything approaching an actual threat will back down yeah um so i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna say fuera
0: yeah so that is fuera for poor Ejica. after all the trouble he went to try mm. to uh, get rid of his wife's family.
1: Yep yep and really emotionally traumatize as many Jewish people as possible. Yes. So uh, gross.
0: well, his son Witiza rules after him and normally mm-hmm. we would do recommendations now and then do Witiza next week. but I gotta yes. tell you we're going right on to Witiza. which we should tell you something before uh, we get
1: there. I'm not going to get attached to him. Don't get attached to him. All right. But uh, I see uh, let us know what Tolga. you think of
0: Ejica. As mentioned before, we're on Facebook and Twitter. We also have a Gmail. These are all Spanish Arpada. And uh, we love talking about the statues and the pictures that I put up. We had a really interesting yes. conversation about Ervig and his neck <laughs> on Twitter recently. So we will go right on to Witiza. We'll see you in a couple of minutes.
1: Oh, goody. See ya. Bye. (laughs)